0: I'm a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500? I'm just Captain fun. I guess.
1: I'm going to wear a captain suit, the show from now on. I don't like to have point. Well, that's called the hook. I don't like that's it. What the hook How do you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a coronary.
0: Good afternoon everyone, glad to have you with us alongside Paulie Sibilia. I'm Stephen as we welcome you into a Friday edition of Orange Nation, great to have you with us, jam-packed show for you. We've got Johnny Gadamowitz, senior broadcast journalism major up at Syracuse University, he is in Arizona for Super Bowl Media Week. One of my former students, part of the coaching tree. Humble brag. He'll join us at 1215 to uh, to preview the Super Bowl. Adrian Falk, founder of Believe Advertising and
1: PR. He'll be on with us at 1245. He's we'll in talk, Australia. We'll talk Super Bowl ads with Adrian. You know what they're doing and I want to talk to you about? I don't like that they're releasing the ads early. They've been doing that in, in recent years. Why would you do that? It takes the thrill out of the Super Bowl. You can just watch them on YouTube. I think it creates some
0: advanced buzz
1: is no, the idea. No, that's not how it works. Okay. Well, you can ask
0: him how it You'd works like, cuz Dur- he actually
1: knows how it works. Doritos has a new ad coming out. Maybe they do a little 10-second snippet of, a trailer or something. Don't a
0: release tra- A 10-second trailer <laughs> for a 30-second yes, ad. Don't ruin the
1: commercials. <laughs> I don't need to know that Michael J. Fox is doing a Back to the Future commercial beforehand. Let's just get to like right? I I don't know.
0: I we can ask him what the okay. what the deal is, but I, I think that's the idea. Give it a little advance buzz instead of having to wait till Super Bowl Sunday. You know what I want
1: to do? I want to watch a commercial I already watched in the Super Bowl. Well, if I it's a really commercial. good commercial, you'll be like, "Oh, ooh. Like I I saw this one. Whoever you're watching the game with, like, hey, what? Yeah.
3: Perk up! And, this and then is you a got some commercial. drunk
1: spoiler guy. Yeah. Anything happen in the women's basket? Oh, are you done with the rundown? I'm not, because oh, okay. we, we're going to talk uh, to Tim Leonard at 1 o'clock, oh. uh,
0: voice of the Syracuse women. And, uh, yeah, they picked up a big win last night. First ranked opponent that uh, Felicia Leggett-Jack has beaten uh, as head coach of the Orange, really big win for the ladies, and, and they're they're banged up a little bit right now. They they were not 100 percent going into that game, but they came up with a, a huge win, Uh big second half by the ladies as they uh, they knock off
1: Carolina last night in the dome. So he, Tim Leonard at one o'clock, he could be like a double like a double guest because there's a lacrosse That's game right. today. And too. we will talk and lacrosse. lacrosse game. That's Go right,
0: ahead. we'll talk lacrosse uh, six o'clock tonight, Syracuse Albany. Uh, the women open up tomorrow at noon against Northwestern, fourth-ranked team you know in the country. You know what
1: that's like, Steve? That's like your BLT that's a, got the turkey on it. Also, <laughs> that's right. So you're not just getting <laughs> you're not just getting the bacon; you're getting the turkey also, in the turkey as well.
0: Uh, men play uh, Sunday against Holy Cross as well. So a couple of uh, men's games coming up, sandwiched around a, a women's game uh, at noon tomorrow, and then our good friend John Ryan will join us at one thirty as we head into Super Bowl weekend. We'll get his thoughts. Uh, On the Super Bowl, who does he like? What prop bets does he like? Prop bets are always fun. Uh, Plus, we'll mix in your phone calls throughout at 315-437-7644.
1: Yes, Steve. Uh, We were talking about this the other day. The women have uh, kind of put themselves on the bubble again, right? Haven't they? With a big win last night?
0: I mean, that's that's certainly a big step in the right direction. Again, I think it's kind of like the SU men in that they had played their way a considerable distance from the bubble. they
1: sixteen and nine. I,
0: I know, I, but again, resume wise, they needed something like that, and they got they got it. They've got two quad one wins now. They do have a road win Whoa. at Clemson as well. Um, they got but a that's chance bar- at two more. Well, I was gonna say that's barely a quad one uh, win. At the the first one last night's like was a was a good one. So. Know, yeah, they got a
1: barely a one.
0: Well, no, I'm just I I, I don't they're, know as if they're considered on the bubble at the moment. We can ask Tim that.
1: I think they got a little bit of work to do. Are probably. they in the bubble of the like the last eight? But the bubble of the bubble, maybe, maybe you love yeah. the bubble. So I do. That's... I got to become a women's basketball fan yeah. if I want to enjoy it this year. like. Yeah. right. Um, but that was a huge win, and you want to be playing
0: your best basketball of the season right now. You know, as you go into February and March, and uh, that was a, a huge win last night for the ladies. So we'll yeah. talk with uh, with Tim about that.
1: The only thing that stinks about them building their resume, Steve, is you play number ten. Notre Dame on the road, that's not easy ever. And then you got at Florida State, they're both road games. But a road win is better than a home win against a quad one if you're on the committee. Well, when you're on the wrong side of the bubble, you want opportunities. I think
0: Syracuse, you know, the Syracuse men's team, you know, wishes they had more opportunities down the stretch, although obviously a big stretch coming up here with with four games, either quad twos or quad ones for the men, um, but you want opportunities. So the the ladies have their opportunities now. I'm not sure there are enough opportunities for the men to get back. I mean, there are. They got. We talked about this yesterday. They got to run the table. Um, you know, they, they got to get hot here. They got to, you know, win six in a row or five of the next six or whatever the case may be to to get back in the conversation. But the ladies probably don't have quite as far to go. Um, so big four long-dum. games
1: in two of them are at. Ranked opponents and then one on the road at Pittsburgh. So you got three road games and a home game against Miami. You pick off one of the next two, you're on the bubble. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm the Joe Lenardi of, yeah, women's basketball. Charlie Cream, is that his name? Sure. I'll trust you on that one.
0: (laughs) Uh, all right. So I looked at the rundown and glanced at the rundown and I was, I was surprised to, uh, to see the name Kadari Richmond on a rundown, so I was like, "Hmm, I'm in, I'm intrigued by this." You you were at the Jim Beheim show uh, last night. It
1: was a weird question. The, the whole show was weird last night. Steve, Jim Beheim told a story about a former player from the '60s that was just bonkers. If you get a chance, go back and listen to it. Bonkers how? Guy just stealing cars and cops chasing him and. Bookie, also, how, did, how did that come up on the show? A guy called in and asked him. Like last night, I thought the calls were gonna be bad, but they were. It was just all everybody wanted coach stories, and he's a good storyteller. He's got a lot of them. And uh, so, so why is why is Kadari Richmond on our rundown? So, somebody called in and asked why Kadari was struggling at Seton Hall, basically. Okay, and this was. I thought this had the potential to go in a in a bad direction because I, I didn't like the fact that he was talking about a player
2: at another school, but he did okay. Kadari Richmond's a good player, a really really good player. I'm a little surprised he hasn't developed more. I thought he would, but you never know. It's you know you just never know sometimes. Quincy Guerrier averaged thirteen and seven here, and uh, he's. Not even starting in Oregon now. He's, I, I, I don't know what happened there, what the development issues were, but you never know.
1: It's a risk. We talked about this at the time. It is a risk and we, when I you see, transfer. And I say it all the time that Syracuse underrated coaching player development. They're one of the best player development places in the country if you're a basketball yeah. player.
0: Is this uh, can I can I drop in a uh, can we can we plug Bren Axe's ears? It, be careful what you wish for when you transfer. Be careful, you know. Yeah, it, it, the grass isn't always greener.
1: Yeah, right. Um, it's a risk. Would and, you have imagined Qu- Quincy Gary was not going to even be playing really in Oregon? Like he was, he was on the verge of NBA, right? NBA. Here. Yeah, right.
0: Um, that did not work out. <laughs> The way that he had hoped, yeah. and it's you know we joke, listen. He's a good kid. I I I wanted him to succeed. You want him to succeed. It has not worked out there, and you wonder what this means now for for his next step. Because you're right, he was on the verge of going to the NBA, and at the time we were talking about, you know, he might not be back. But it was a he might not be back because he might go pro. Yeah, it wasn't a, he might not be back because he's going to go somewhere else. And he went somewhere else, and he wanted to shoot threes and it has not panned out well and you know kadari his numbers are okay are, are okay that's exactly what i was going to say they're okay um you know he's putting up 10 points a game four assists you know he's getting um I mean, he's getting about the same minutes that uh that he would have gotten here he's averaging he's averaging he's averaging 28 minutes a game 27.7 and if you remember, when he left, that's what Jim Baham said. He said he would average about 26 to 28 minutes. That's what he's getting. He averaged uh, 26 minutes last year and 27 and a half minutes right now.
1: Yeah. It was a weird show last night, Steve. Like, that was one of the calls. And uh, there was golf stories. And someone uh, someone wanted to know if there was a comparison between Judah Mintz and Pearl Washington.
2: Well, they're you know they're both point guards and uh, they're both about the same size. I think Judah might be a little bigger. Um, Pearl, you know, got to the basket better than anybody I've ever seen. But Judah's in there; he's right there. He's probably next in line as far as point guards that can get to the basket um, in that category. I mean, I never would probably put anybody in Pearl's category, but he's. He's right behind him. He he's more explosive, jumps better. Pearl was strong and could get, get his body on you. He had unbelievable control of the ball, but uh, yeah, they were they're two really good players. I never would compare anybody to Pearl Washington, but that he's two to is a good player. It's funny because when you said uh, there was a, a question about comparing Judah to Pearl
0: before you played the bite, I almost said, "Is there really any comparison to Pearl?" And then Jim Beheim uh, chimed in with that. Um, yeah, it's it's hard to put anybody in in Pearl's category, but yeah, in terms of the way he could get to the basket, I mean, Judah can can beat just about anybody off the dribble. Like that is right. That is his strength. I'm still um, taking Johnny Flynn.
1: Johnny Flynn's another one that comes to mind, no doubt. They'll take a Johnny Flynn over Pearl and Judah. That that's a hot take. I've said it before on there. Better jump shot. Getting to the basket, though, we said. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm just yeah. saying. If I had to take a point, you take guard, Johnny, Flynn. Johnny yeah. my guy. I mean,
0: Pearl really his contributions to the program. I think, you yeah, kind of elevate him. Yeah. certainly. Pearl
1: changed basketball. Yeah, and especially here and like filled everywhere. the dome.
0: No, I know, but he he filled the dome, right? I mean, you you talk about that transition period, like that time when the dome was built. And the introduction of the Big East Conference, and and he became a character, right? And people, he was must-see TV. People came out to watch him. They filled the Dome in large part because Pearl Washington was out
1: there. Guards were not breaking ankles prior to Pearl Washington. He was breaking ankles.
0: Right. He was must-see TV. Helped the Big East Conference, helped the Dome, helped the, the Syracuse basketball program, helped the Big East Conference, like I said, as a whole. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, and that's why I think we we talk about, you know, you said Johnny Flynn. That's that's the comparison I think that most people draw with Judah. They say, you know, who does Judah remind you of? It, you know, maybe because it's a little bit more recent than Pearl. But I think Johnny's the one. Johnny Flynn's the one that comes to mind.
1: Yeah. One more. Uh, I told you there was just a lot of weird stories last night. Coach Beheim talked about playing Pebble Beach.
2: Just standing on the 18th tee of Pebble Beach with no leaders, no nothing. It's <laughs> pretty good because I've done it. Yeah. I did, it, I did it once all by myself. I was the only guy on the golf course. Wow. It was a long time ago before Pebble Beach got big. I drove in the parking lot. I said, Can I play? The guy says, Yeah, take that cart. Give me 10 bucks." It's now $625. <laughs> what, $10. what an investment. I gave him $10 at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. It was 70 degrees right at the end of May, and uh, nobody was on the golf course, it was zero. Wow, ten bucks
3: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
0: Give me ten bucks and you can play Pebble Beach. That must have been a long time ago. Uh all right, we'll hit a timeout here. Uh we've got Johnny Gadamowitz set to join us uh on the other side. He's out in Phoenix. Uh he's been taking part in uh Super Bowl Media Week. We'll talk with Johnny Gadamowitz next on ESPN radio.
3: ESPN ninety seven point seven
0: at one hundred point one. Watch live on Qsportstalk.com.
1: Come back to Orange Nation, Paula Abdul Day and no, I didn't Google it during your interview, so I don't know why it is. Promise of a new day, Steve. She had six number one hits though. That's a lot. That is a lot. Was this one of them? No, this was number three. Oh, okay. So why didn't we play? Or... I don't don't ask questions. Okay, all right. I don't have time for you today. And you're why are you doing this and why are you doing that? I'm just I'm just playing the music. You don't have time for me today. No, I don't have time. We've got be... four interviews in the show. All you have is time. I don't have time to be. I do know that in that video there was a controversy. I, I said this before because they stretched her out in the video because she was. Uh, not happy with how she looked, and it made her look taller and skinnier, and it was a big controversy back in the day. I didn't remember that, but okay, I'll, I'll take your word for it. We are going to do a segment called The Starting Five. We haven't done one of these in a while, Steve. Have a little fun on a Friday before the Super Bowl and the SU game this week. We're going to do Starting Five, our favorite things about the Super Bowl. Alright. Okay. We've got to come to a consensus on this. And I don't think there's any doubt what my number one's gonna be. Okay.
0: Are we doing like a five four three two one or are we doing like we're, we're a, gonna
1: put them in positions? Oh positions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> this is ridiculous. All right. Okay. Our point guard without a doubt is food. Right? <laughs> I mean, it's that's, on the list. Why is, like, why is it the point guard? Because it leads. It leads the whole show. Like, there's people that don't give a damn about the Super Bowl, and they're coming, See, it's to, they're funny coming because to eat the food. It's funny because I was thinking
0: I was going to put the game as the point guard for the exact same reason. No, because that's no. it
1: all starts with the game. No, If not for the game, we wouldn't have all these other things. We need the game. The game is the center, right? It's the Center five. of attention? Yes, it's the center of attention. Okay, You've talked me into it. Put the game at the five. So we've got
0: our center and we've got our point guard. So we got food at the one and the game at five. I think, five. Uh, I think uh, prop bets and slash gambling should be the shooting guard. You know, shoot your shot. Take a long shot.
1: Okay. From way downtown. I get it. I like where you're going. That's just stupid enough for me to enjoy trying I'm trying to lean
0: into this for you, Paulie. <laughs>
1: It's just dumb enough for me to to go. Yeah, that makes sense. You're taking long shots if you're betting on uh, Juju off- Smith's sister lineman. to win. Uh, o- offensive lineman to score touchdown to <laughs> win Super Bowl MVP, right? Yes, that is a long shot. I'm kind of liking Travis Kelsey on that, by the way, to win the MVP. Yeah. So I liked um,
0: the advice we got earlier in the week about. Uh, if you think the Eagles are going to win, take Jalen Hurts.
1: That dude was on Greeny today, and he did yeah. the exact same segment, like word for word really? that he did with us. Well, he's probably done it 15, <laughs> 20, 35, 40 times, whatever he it's been. Yeah, I'm not, I don't want to lead you in the wrong way, but I'm an Eagles fan, so I'm... Uh, hey, he's emotionally hedging. Yeah, yes, did he talk yes, about emotionally he hedging? Yes, he it all. It was all word for
0: word. I think that's a, that is a great phrase that we are going to adopt here on Orange Nation. Okay, so
1: hedging. we've got food at the one, because... Even if you're not there for the game, you're going to eat the food. We've got the center is five, uh, the five because it's the game. And number two, the shooting guard, because you're taking long shots, is prop bets. Can I offer up
0: another explanation? What about uh, commercials at the three because it has some versatility or something for everyone when it comes to the Super Bowl commercials? There's sad with the Clydesdales. There's dumb with... Doritos ads. <laughs>
1: There's Puppy baby, baby monkey. You remember that commercial? Yes. That, that was disturbing. I still have nightmares about that. It just randomly pops up in my head. Uh all right. I like it. I'll allow you to do that. So we've got food, the game. Gambling. Gambling and what was that? The, the ads. The, oh, commercials. the ads. The ads. All right. So we've got Something one for spot. Is the halftime show it? Are are, are squares considered I would gambling? throw that in with gambling, yes, okay. because that, that's a good
0: point. But the everybody looks forward to the Super Bowl squares. So if you're not on an app nowadays, yeah, the Super Bowl
1: squares work too. I, I would put them all in the same category. Halftime show, I think hanging it, out with friends, seeing yeah. friends, beer. That's not on my list because I don't drink. I mean, I think the halftime show has oh, to be part Cuse, of the starter show. Girls got something that I didn't even think of, and I watch it every year Puppy Bowl. That would be a huge upset if Puppy Bowl beat the halftime show. Coming off the bench, maybe? No. Puppy Bowl, like, it, everybody loves it. It has a power, it's a power for it, it has the power to draw you in. Even if you're in a bad mood and everything's going wrong, maybe your favorite team's losing, and you look over at the Puppy Bowl, and it has the power to make you smile, Steve. All right, I'll, uh, I'll it, give it to you. It helps you to rebound from sadness. All right, are you putting Puppy Bowl in our starting five? Yes. No halftime show. No, because sometimes that's a stinker. Yeah. I'm going puppy bowl. It never fails.
0: Do I have to endorse your starting lineup? I, I'm not even sure I've seen the puppy bowl. I think I, I think the first year uh, it had I think the first year Are it you happened, a human? I, I think the first year it came out, I was like, what is this all about? I don't think I've watched it since.
1: What is wrong with you? I don't know. Does that make me a bad person? Yes. I feel like you kind of gotta you're the Grinch who stole the Super Bowl. How you feel about the long pre... Someone's saying the long pregame show. No. Nah. That's when you do your cooking, right? You, yeah. You're cooking the food. It's it's on, but it's I'm not paying attention to it. Brian Higgins is in solidarity with you about the Puppy Bowl. You're both terrible people. <laughs> it's called a Puppy
0: Bowl. What, what's so good about it? Just because there's puppies? Pup. Puppies. Puppies. Yeah,
1: okay. I don't. I didn't realize this needed explanation. What's good about the puppy ball? Puppies. So it's been a while since I saw it. Is it
0: just it? Like, is it a game? Like, how 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 is it a game?
1: It's it's just, it's just pu- puppies running around. A football, right? Yes, yeah, and right. occasionally one will run over the end zone and they'll get yeah. it. T- I am so sad. That you, I tell you what. I tell you what. I will check I'll be sure to check it out this weekend for a couple minutes. There's gonna be dogs that were rescued. It's gonna be rescue dogs that were in like bad like Sarah McLaughlin dogs are gonna be in it this year. So it's gonna be even it's gonna be even a tearjerker. Kevin from Liverpool brings up the, the Gronk field goal
0: try. Uh that's a, what is that, a fan duel thing?
1: Yeah, they do that every halftime too. There's usually Dr. Pepper throw the ball through like a t- itty bitty hole for ten million dollars. Right. But this year, if, if Gronk – what is it? If Gronk makes a field goal, everybody on FanDuel gets, like, a $5 free bet or something? It's, nice. a, it's It's something like that. Okay, yeah, that's kind of like the Taco Bell. If they, someone steals a base in the World Series, you get a free taco. So yeah, I like that. So you're putting Puppy Bowl in over halftime show. Okay. All right, I, I'll take your word for it. I, I don't know. You want to recap this brilliant award-winning segment? We've got food at the one, gambling at the two. What did you say at the three? I keep forgetting. Commercials. Commercials Personal. at the three. Yeah. Something yeah. for everybody. Uh the game at the five and puppy bowl at the four. Shocker. And then we got the halftime show coming off the bench. Six man. I feel like Puppy
0: Bowl is our power forward, is a little bit misplaced. No, it has the power like, of love. I feel it's like, it's like a... I it's
1: think, powerful. I think, I think we're going three-guard lineup. If we're if Puppy Bowl is in there, we're probably going three-guards. No, guards. no, you don't get the power of love. See, you're just a bad person. You, you hate puppies. I can't believe it. I didn't say that. Yeah, you do. If you don't watch a Puppy Bowl, you, there's only one other conclusion I can come to. All is right. that Stephen Fonte does not like puppies. <laughs> that is not true. <laughs> That's not true.
0: I feel like you're running a smear campaign on me. Adrian Falk, founder hey, uh, of uh, Believe Advertising, I'm going to run election ads for you. <laughs> Steve Stephen Foddy hates the Puppy Bowl. How can you trust? <laughs> All right, uh, we're going to talk commercials and Super Bowl ads uh, right after this with Adrian Falk. You're listening to Orange Nation on ESPN Radio. Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse Sports Talk Shows on QSportstalk.com.
1: Welcome back to Orange Nation celebrating. Paula Abdul hitting number one today with opposite the track. This one, Rush Rush. We're gonna slow it down for you guys. We're not going to rush, rush through this segment. We're going to make prop bets. And
0: Great you're transition.
1: All, you're all going to like it.
0: All right, Jordan is in here. We've got uh, John Ryan set to join us in the next segment. So we're going to warm up with some uh, some prop bets heading into the weekend. I, I assume we're going to make our official prediction on the game, although there's not a lot of drama. Um, Jordan fill us in on the records. Just I I'm I've lost track. What what are the records?
1: Yeah, so I don't uh, believe he's lost track. No, he hasn't, but he hates puppies. Thank you.
3: Well, Paulie, where, where, are uh, you,
1: where are you on the puppy board? Like, if if I put a puppy in front of you, how would you react? As Steve would hate it.
3: Okay, look. So the puppy bowl, like I love it. It's great. I don't find myself watching it because, much like this show, it it lacks format like you were trying to explain it to Steve and you did a really good job they just put a bunch of puppies on like a little football field and like occasionally one of them but that's all you know it's, don't it's need, like a baby race it's like you just hope one of them knows which way to go But you don't
1: need to know anything like they could be on anything and you would watch it because they're puppies
3: no you're right and it's really good it's like for jones is the mvp with five touchdowns one potty break and it's fun. It's yeah, fun. Um like it
1: would be pat Mahomeless, homeless dog and then they would uh have you adopt it also.
3: <laughs> pat Mahomeless. homeless. <laughs> um me and you both went 0 and 2 um in the conference championship game. Steve went 2 and 0. No surprise here. Um Steve 56 39 and 2 on the season. Paulie 41 and 56. I will say impressive that Paulie hasn't managed one push this season. Yeah. He's really making uh spacing the graphic easier. Uh and I'm seventeen, twenty one and one. I'm a fraud. John Ryan, by the way, he's given his official big game best bet next segment. Seventy eight percent over twenty three years of making that play. So that don't right? miss out on that. Okay. I'm gonna
1: guess Kadarius Boney is one of the names of the dogs <laughs> this year.
3: That's pretty good. Do they name them after Yes they, yeah, they all have like football names. Oh. That's awesome.
1: AJ Bow Wow.
3: Choo-choo Smith-Schuster. Oh, that's good. That's pretty good. Um, So since there's only one game to pick, I want to get some prop bets going. I've handed you each a booklet of bets and odds, and I want to go through them, and you guys are going to pick some. I'm not going to make you choose a bet. I want you guys to sniff out the value. So your first two pages on the far right, that is an anytime touchdown scorer line. I want you each to pick one player who you think is the best bet to score a touchdown at this year's Super Bowl. I'll start. I took Travis Kelsey at minus 120 about a week ago, and I also suggested everybody at our office do it in a work email and then got blasted by somebody else who works here. I'm not still salty, but I'll Venmo him when I win. Um, The Chiefs have three wideouts who could possibly be missing this game. I think Travis Kelsey's a lock. They'll probably try to play, you know, Juju, McColl, Hardman. I'm sure they'll try to play. But I like Travis Kelsey. What do you guys think? That's a good pick. That's a good pick. Um,
0: the, What I think, I think Jalen Hurts is going to have a, a rushing touchdown.
3: He's got oh, the most touchdowns I, of any skill position I, player I, in I, this that's game. My,
1: that, that was what I was thinking. I, I feel good about Devontae Smith, too.
3: Well, well you I'm letting you pick one. Oh, so I, I'm only picking one. Yeah, you, you got to either go with the lock or the value. Well, I'll, here. T-
1: I'll take Hurts then. Okay, I'll go AJ Brown. Okay, Brown dog. If he was in the uh, in the puppy bowl, how many of these do you want us to pick? Do you think Boston? Are we going to pick a long shot? Because I know my long shot. Boston Terrier Scott would also be a good one.
0: Thank you. Go ahead. Jordan seems annoyed with you. Good.
3: I- I'm I'm annoyed with. A lot of things right now. That's life.
0: Last offensive play, a kneel down. How about that? You can you can really bet on anything, can't you? I'm, I'm just flipping through this. How many of these do you want us to pick?
3: Let's go to the coin toss as I sit here and desperately try to open a tab on my computer where I can type this oh, hey, do out. You but wanna, it just do you won't want my work. packet? Do no, want- don't worry about it. I don't have a pen either. The coin okay. toss, if you go on DraftKings, they're doing something rare. This doesn't normally happen. You can get plus 100 on either of them. That means DraftKings is basically saying, we're going to leave this up to who bets on what in terms of whether or not we make money. We just want to really in. All right, Heads and tails, both plus 100.
0: All right, so I I think this is going to go one of two ways. I think it's going to go, it's either going to be heads or it's going to be tails.
3: Okay,
1: okay. (laughs)
0: I was just trying to break
1: it. I'm going to go the opposite of Steve because I it, did yeah, this count I, in our betting? I'm going to try to sure, catch you. Sure, I'm going to go. Yeah, you're down by 15, <laughs> so uh, I'll go Tails. I'll go. I like Tails, too. Tails never fails, right?
3: Never. never. Literally never.
1: Of all the picks to just do the opposite, this
0: would
3: be the one. <laughs> this this would be the it's one. It's the same odds. <laughs> like. You can also bet on which team wins the coin toss if you'd rather yeah, do that's, that. That's oh, too wow,
0: complicated.
3: What do you mean? It's the same because, thing. Well, it's 50 50 on that,
1: also.
0: Well, no. Well, the, our odds. Oh, I see. Team to win. I, I thought you were referring to Chiefs win coin toss and win game.
3: Oh, no, you can rip that parlay if you're
1: feeling frisky. No,
0: no, no. That, that's why I said that's too complicated. What are the
1: odds if you don't win? Like, I feel like if you win the coin toss, you win the game. It's natural. <laughs> I would like to know what the odds are of that. Like, how often does the team? I bet go... that's that's
0: better than 50-50, fifty. Wouldn't you think? Well, I don't
3: know. <laughs> I right, no, we'll...
0: I'm done with that. All you're, right,
3: no, we'll... you're not. Are you taking tails? Paul? He's, ta- he's tails. taking tails. We're
0: both taking tails.
3: Okay. I would like to know. I have two that I specifically want you guys to give me a pick on. The first one at plus two thirty. Will there be a successful two-point conversion yes. in the Super Bowl? Yes. The mm-hmm. Eagles love to go no. for two. No, there won't. And at plus 285, the question of whether or not there will be either a special teams or defensive touchdown in the Super Bowl. I'm going to say no on that. Um, I really want there to be an offensive lineman who
0: scores, though, because you guys have been making fun of me all week about it.
3: That's why you want it? Not for
1: you me. know what one I like? I
0: haven't bet on it because you guys talked me
1: out of it. I like the. But wa- if an offensive
0: lineman scores a touchdown, we'd be very angry at do both it. of you. Do
1: Bet it. Don't let us talk. I t- you talked yourself out of the. Phil Mickelson, yeah, you're so right. Just bet you're it. Right. Okay, you're right. All right,
3: I like the walk off field goal at plus one thousand. Where do you stand on the special teams defensive touchdown first? I said no. No. Okay. Now, Paulie has uh, just kind of gotten into the last prop. Mm-hmm. I want you guys to look through there, and I want you guys to pick one of the props with plus 1,000 or greater value that you like as your long shot bet. Steve, if you really, really, really think that you're on to something here with this lineman, (laughs) this is your time.
0: I want both Kelseys to score a touchdown.
3: I'm sure you can bet that somewhere, too. Okay. I got mine. Oh, you're not taking the, the field goal? No, no.
1: I like this one better. Any player, any non-QB to have a TD pass at plus 1,800. That's what I like.
0: What, what's this one that got cut off? It says each team to score one touchdown in each half, and e- each team to score a field goal in each half? Is that what the dot, dot, dot? I'm, I'm sorry that I'm asking you what that
3: is. No, it's okay. I'm sorry I'm terrible at my job. No, no, no.
0: Um, I think that one's, well. No. Yeah, I don't e-
3: know. Just use your imagination. I give up. I'm sorry.
0: Plus 1,100 on that? I don't know. That's very specific. Um, Yeah, I I guess. So I'm I'm torn between the, you know what, I'm going to say the walk. Since he didn't take it, I'm going to take walk-off field goal. At plus
3: 1,000? Yeah. And the last one. But I
0: really think an offensive lineman scoring a touchdown.
1: Didn't do it! Will you shut right, you up and do
0: it? You know what? I'm doing it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a fake unit on it. <laughs> I'm gonna
3: put five dollars. I'm gonna bet
1: twenty on it now,
0: just because I know it's gonna win.
3: Because you're being and tell everyone what the odds on that were. Plus thirty
1: five hundred. I'm gonna put twenty on it. You gonna join me? I'm not
3: putting twenty dollars on that.
1: Sure, put twenty on it. I Be value my money more than that. It's the only bet I'm making now because <laughs> I know it's gonna happen.
3: Well, I do need one more bet from you guys, and that is Eagles minus one and a half. That line has been pretty steady. Yeah. Since the initial movement after it opens, the public on the Eagles, the line not budging. What do you think? You go first because I got to pick the
1: opposite. Yeah, I can't catch you. I want to slim the margin down to. My gut says the Eagles are winning the game. All right, give me the Chiefs. I like it.
3: All right, I uh, I'm already in on the Eagles. So, Steve, you're you're the winner, but that's that's my last dying pick.
0: I think uh, I think the Eagles are winning, but I think it's going to be a good game. I I really I really am looking forward to to the game uh, at our our point guard position. Or no, it was the center. Yes, the game is the center. I'm sorry, the food was the point guard. All right, we've got uh, John Ryan <laughs> set to join us on the other side. We'll get uh, his thoughts, his opinion. His opinion actually matters. Uh, his opinion has been very lucrative over the years. So we'll uh, hear from John Ryan next on ESPN Radio.